Welcome to Soul Talk. So excited that you are here again and that we just have a unique thing in store for today. Um, Soul Talk, the podcast that's about things of the soul. And that's an important conversation for us to have because we can really never forget that we are more souls than we are anything else. We're certainly not just a body, not just a, you know, a repository of emotions. Uh, we are truly uh, a soul, a place, that it, uh, a place that is truly us, the repository of all things that make us us. And uh, it's, it's the place we got to live from. And so that's what we want to do every time we come together is just bring us back to this understanding of the fact that we're created by God as the soul he created us to be. And yes, we're housed in a particular body for a particular time and we have particular circumstances that he's placed us in. But most importantly, are you attending to your soul? How are you doing with your soul? And you know, especially in these times when we're releasing this particular podcast, paying attention to your soul is more important than ever. And so just encourage you, whatever that means to you right now, wherever that meets you today, that you would be moved and motivated to be still enough uh, and to be mindful enough to listen to that what your soul is trying to tell you today and certainly be in conversation with the one who made that soul and loves that soul so very much. So, so glad you're here. So glad you're along for the ride. And today's going to be a ride. And let me tell you why. It's going to be a ride because I have along with me a surprise guest, Alicia Parente. Now, let me tell you, Alicia Parente, without Alicia Parente, pretty much anything that Tammy Smith has ever even thought that God would have her to do would not be done. (laughs) (laughs) Alicia has done every cover of every book that I have written. Alicia is, if anybody who's paying attention knows, those social media posts are not coming straight from Tammy. Alicia pulls together our social media posts and and continues to talk with our folks. Alicia's laid out the inside of some of the books that I've written. Alicia is in charge of the website, does everything on the website from design and keeping the store together and the various functions to obviously the way that it looks to even taking some of the photos and all that kind of thing. And Alicia's traveled many times along with me to various places as we've gotten to go and minister to God's uh, to people that God's had us be with so literally in short no joke there would be no soul healing soul satisfaction real marriage any of it in the world if it weren't for this woman's skill and passion to let people know of the healing of Jesus and what God has provided for us in him so Alicia I'm so pumped you and I are doing this I want to say I'm excited to be here, but <laughs> <laughs> she actually looks like she's going to get maybe get sick. <laughs> That's because the people that are usually behind the microphones, which she usually is running and editing the microphones, you know, they never like to be on the microphone. So that's why this is a super fun uh, endeavor for us. Yeah. So how long have we been paired in these ministries that God has given us? I don't even know. It Over a decade for sure. I think I met you first through the our church's Christmas program. I was going to paint something for the the set or s- whatever. Oh yeah. I was painting and then somehow we I don't even know how we hooked up with me being a graphic designer. And I know and then the rest is just this incredibly 
incredible history. <laughs> it's so <laughs> colorful. We've done so much. It's so hard to even think about it, but it's so fun. I guess it is. It would probably go all the way back to soul healing. You had that cover was designed by someone in your past, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then we wanted to update it a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, yeah, you've done the covers for every book. And the insides, the guts to soul satisfaction and and the guts to real marriage or not? Nope. I just okay, did the cover just, for real marriage. Okay. There yeah. you go. Yeah. So soul hearted was like you. Oh, jumping out of your car in oh, a yeah. soul hearted. <laughs> you're picture. devotional. Yes. So I was driving across the Midwest with my husband and <laughs> through cornfields and <laughs> and I had him stop the car in Illinois and there was just this abandoned building and I got out and started taking photos of it and and let's just say her husband was like where is she and yeah. a little concerned it was a little scary <laughs> where we were um so that just shows you her commitment to <laughs> I will I will stop my car in the midwest in scary places to yeah. get the right picture and so to that point uh same thing with the soul satisfaction cover it's mm-hmm. taken you took a chair into a field, into a nearby city. Right. Yeah. So we, Allie and I, drove around the area and put the various chairs. We had her white chair. We had a folding chair. <laughs> we were trying to go go along with the chair idea. And that, and the Kinsakori piece. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all came together. Oh, and speaking of Kinsakori, you have some memories with Kinsakori. So to the <laughs> listener who doesn't know what we're talking about, at the beginning of Soul Satisfaction, um, both the, the video series and the book, um, there is this idea of um, Kinsakori being a Japanese type of pottery that if a piece of pottery has fallen and broken, that it's put back together with you know the glue the whatever that is that's put in the cracks that pulls it back together there is gold actually added in that space so that the cracks are highlighted the broken areas are highlighted and it makes that piece um, incredibly valuable and incredibly unique like totally unique Uh, and so what happens because the gold has been put in that glue that puts the uh, pottery back together the piece is actually more valuable for having been broken and that's what we try to capture through the message of, you know, basically God's truth through our lives and that we convey and talk about in soul satisfaction as well. So anyhow, back to you and Allie are like driving around looking for fields with a piece of Kinsakori. But you have some mm-hmm. funny Kinsakori stories where during the DVD, you know, uh, filming of soul satisfaction, but also places where we just took the conference and did the conference. Always. You were always in the back wondering. Is the pottery going to break when Tammy goes to drop that pottery? Right. Is it going to break? Yeah. And so we'd do test runs before the conference would start. And this one venue in Florida, um, every time she dropped the piece of pottery, it bounced on the carpet. (laughs) So we're kind of panicking because people are going to be there in two hours. And so I run to Home Depot and buy some big like patio tiles it was genius. She walks in with these patio tiles that give me a target. And it's like, it's definitely, that's awesome. It'll just contain it right there. Just drop it right onto the target. Yeah. So I ha- have her, she's holding her pottery bowl and we're doing a test run and she drops it and it breaks the tile, <laughs> but it doesn't break the bowl. 
<laughs> which just goes to show you, if you ever want to buy a piece of unbreakable, quote unquote, pottery, go to the dollar store. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> these are these are bowls that I actually take home. I break them in my garage. I have a technique now where I drop them at a certain angle so that they only break into like two or three pieces. Right. Don't shatter. Yeah. Because that takes a lot of glue and a lot of gold put it back together for the conference <laughs> so we are kind of panicking because yeah now people are coming and I think what you ended up doing is we took the broken tile out onto the stage mm-hmm. and you basically heaved it <laughs> at and it broke so it, it, we got the effect of a piece of pottery breaking so I think that what I would love to do is just have a conversation with you you know about what it is like to worship God through being an artist because I have a pet peeve forgive me uh, whoever's listening that potentially could be offended by this that we have come to delimit the word worship in our society to the musical component of services that happen in a church building and it makes me crazy because worship is any time that our hearts and minds are attuned to God and any time that our hearts and minds are in a place where we are exalting God for who he is and acknowledging and seeing God for who he is. Truly, worship is the affection of our heart, the overflow of our heart, an intentional meditation on the characteristics and the character of God. And so worship is so much bigger than just the three opening songs to a service at your church or the, the you know band that's going to go sing wonderful songs about the Lord. So I'd like to call that musical worship, but obviously... If God made us to be worshipers in all things, I mean, just go watch people or watch video now of people that used to go to sporting events. <laughs> There's worship happening there. There's worship happening there. There's an expression of adoration. There's an expression of admiration. We were created to be worshipers. And so when I think about people that are artists in the way that you are, in technical ways, very, you know, nitnoid technical ways, I think about you telling me just uh, the other day about how you have been able to capture a piece of like megahertz or I don't know, a sound wave, and you can like capture it and then you have a program that you can go edit out that particular sound wave. like that's how the minutia goes and Alicia you're so good about exploring that but I think for anyone that has been given a gift there is a way to worship God through that gift so I believe when you're sitting editing a podcast when you're trying to get a website store to work or creating visuals for social media I think it can be an act of worship where you're in awe of God and in wonder of his creation and seeing his handiwork, even coming to bear through even yourself. So Alicia, whatever you want to say, but talk to us about how you are moved to worship when you're performing tasks and creating and such. I do feel like it is a gift that God has given me to be an artist. I, I knew since I was little I wanted to be an artist. Mm. I'm a graphic designer, and I definitely see the, the worship and the work of God in my projects, especially with you and soul healing, soul mm-hmm. satisfaction, mm-hmm. or the conferences, or even breaking pottery. It's all to glorify God. It's mm-hmm. all to tell a story that people can relate to mm. that represents God and how he is our father. He, we are his children, mm-hmm. and I get... I that excites me to get a clear message out to people mm-hmm. about what is Tammy Smith saying right now and what does it look like and how how God is in that yeah. how 
we you're the story you're you're teaching your style of teaching and then the visuals and the goal is that people will understand mm-hmm. God is here and he's healing our soul and he wants to be in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so good. So what you're saying is like you can feel the worship in the active utilization of your gift because your passion is, is what's pushing it forward. Right. Because of the material that we're doing, it is exciting and it does, um, it gives me a lot of energy and I know he's at work in me, yeah. too, because, I mean, hello, I stopped and took a photo of an old building, <laughs> and it ended up being the cover of your book. Right. Or, you know, Allie and I were running around Marysville, mm-hmm. putting a chair out in a field mm-hmm. and and coming up with a concept for soul satisfaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so what you're making me think is just what you're saying without saying it is, I was made for this. And those are the times that we know, okay, that's when worship is occurring. It's like, I get it that I did not create these gifts on my own. I'm not the one mm-hmm. making my mind work this way. I'm not the one actually even putting these thoughts together. God has made my brain chemistry and my person and my passions think this way, process information this way, and he's bringing something out of me. And that is an act of worship. You can tell the passion that is happening that's pulling that forward. And that's when you know, like, okay, the idea or the sense of I was made for this, that's a worshiping posture because mm-hmm. it puts us in our right place. Like, I'm not all that in a bag of chips because I'm not telling my own heart to beat right now. I'm not telling my, you know, brain how to fire, you know, the, the neurons right now so that they work in this particular way. Come on. Right. God has made us these ways. And when we serve him in those ways, yeah, that's good. It can be worship. So I love that. So I love that people that like turn knobs and, and do technical things, just the idea of you're worshiping that. The idea of you're worshiping God, that you can worship God in those ways, that worship's just such a much bigger phrase and a much bigger concept than we normally give it for some reason, and particularly American Christianity. And so I'm excited to continue to soldier on to try to expand that picture. So thank you for that. So, you know, I often refer to in um, some of my communications the team that we have. I refer to the soul healing team or the soul satisfaction team, and you've obviously been a part of that team. So... Why don't you say a little bit about what you understand that team to be and how you see God working in that group? Okay, the team. It's who Tammy surrounds herself with uh, to get the message out. And what I love about it is Tammy does not want to promote herself. Um, So it's never been about, you know, Dr. Tammy Smith. It's always about God and the messaging that she's delivering for him. And it's a little frustrating at times because I am a promoter, I'm a marketer, I'm a graphic designer. So I'm always trying to put her photo on things or use her name or her image in certain areas. And she is shutting me down all the time. No, 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 I don't want my name. I don't want my face on that. I always tell her, Tammy, people want to see you. People want to see what you're doing. I was going to ask you in a minute, what's the hardest thing about that (laughs) people might ask you? So what's the hardest thing about working with Tammy? I think you're getting there just fine on your own. (laughs) She won't allow me to promote her. So it's like hard to be the promoter of Dr. Tammy Smith (laughs) and her, her teachings when she won't let me go 100 miles an hour. I appreciate that about her because it's not about her at all. It's all about Jesus and it's all about getting the message out there that God loves us and we're all we're all in this together Mm -hmm. and we're all broken Mm -hmm. and we 
we need to be glued together with some Kinsakori glue. <laughs> yeah, you do a great job balancing it all. You really, really do. Thanks. So even getting to think and talk about the team as we're sitting together, it's reminding me of something that I'm, I just love for people to know. And I, I don't think people, many people know it, but there is not one soul healing book of the thousands and thousands and thousands that are all around the world. There's not one of those books that has not had a person hold that singular book in their hands, put their hands on it, and pray over it. And the stories that have come out of there have been so cool, some of them. I mean, I could just start riffing on stories right now about that. Some of the prayer warriors who are willing to take a box of books and just one by one just pray over, you know, this soul healing book and this soul healing book. Some of those prayer warriors have come back and told me things like, uh, wow, this box of books mostly is going to men, and I don't know. Um, what that's about but as I was praying and just all these men God just kept putting on my mind so I'm thinking well that's funny because you're handing them to me as I'm going into um, an event where I'm supposed to speak to the women only I mean seriously this happened and so we're just both laughing and she's like I don't know maybe I got it wrong right and so what turned out happening was that particular event yes there were men and women at the event they had slated me to speak to the women but guess what started happening by the second time that I got to share there were men that were sneaking in, and then they were bringing their wives. And so by the end, my last session had a ton of men in it, and tons of books were sold to men that weekend that I was supposed to speak to women only. There's another time. I mean, it's just story after story. There's another time that um, somebody met me in the parking lot because I, I didn't have enough books that were prayed over for us to have to supply some for um, the book table or whatever. And she met me, and I looked at her. I was like, are you okay? She said, I am undone because of the people that are gonna get this particular box of books. She said, I've been sobbing the whole time I've been praying. Uh, I've just had visions of people on the other end. And she looked at me, she said, you know me, I don't get visions and stuff like that. And she's weeping, she said, I saw people that have been hurt and abused are going to get these books. I mean, just literally having the experience of when they were willing to pray over the books, God was allowing them to see who's on the other end. And I've had more than one person tell me that that's what happened to them. Um, I had one prayer warrior uh, email me after she had dropped a box of books off my front porch and said, hey, I'm sorry, I think my tears have stained every one of those books. And it was from a person I would have never thought kind of had that, uh, you know, experience or expression of emotionality in the space. Um, I'll never forget that I had one person give me a box, and they were all prayed for individually, and then there were two that were set aside, and she said someone else is supposed to pray for those. I don't know how to say it. I feel very weird saying it. But I kept trying to pray over every book, and those two books somebody else is supposed to pray over. And then on the other hand, there have been times, I'll never forget, I was at a speaking engagement in a corner of uh, a nearby state, and um, I was there speaking, and I had brought along uh, a couple folks, like I always try to do, prayer partners who were part of the Soul Healing Team. And that person was there with me so we were I think eating lunch and then a woman came up to me and asked me to sign a book um, and we started talking about hey whose initials are in your book and the prayer partner that had come with me she said well I prayed over one box about 10 years ago it's probably mine and we were just laughing because one box is about 33 books and she's 33 out of thousands and thousands it was a joke right 
and the person that was having me sign her book, we, we all went, okay, let us, let's turn to the page where, you know, that's initialed by the person who's prayed over it. And literally, it was her. And those two people connected because actually the story of their testimonies was so similar. And by the end of the speaking engagement, they were connected. I bet they still communicate after this day. I mean, there's so many stories like that. But I love that people know that, um, that there's not one soul healing book out in the world that has not been personally prayed over. And I think, you know, that's just a testimony to the power of prayer. And God says, if you take seriously praying, I'm going to take seriously answering. Because we have so many times, so many times when people send us uh, feedback and send us just like heartfelt communications about what God has done in that time and space. And uh, I would just love for people to be able to hear one another's voices, like literally. I'm just pulling this up on my phone as we're sitting here um, on Instagram because I just got it yesterday. But somebody said, hi, Dr. Tammy Smith, I just want you to know that you've been instrumental in helping me get free in my soul. <laughs> it's written that way. The Holy Spirit moved on me to take your soul healing class at a local church a few years back. Since then, I've reread and watched your DVDs twice and keep learning, growing, and sharing my freedom in Christ. In fact, my friend and I want to offer your curriculum, 13-week class to others, whomsoever will. We would love your prayers as we venture forth by faith. And listen to this line. Got to give out all the Lord has blessed us with. I can, right? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. And that's the one thing I wish could happen is that ones that have experienced God and what God has done and what God will do as we take him seriously at his word for healing and walking in freedom and victory as we walk about this earth, yes, in a broken planet. I just wish so much they could communicate because right now there's a uh, church up in Minneapolis that uh, I know somebody's just getting ready to start leading that study. They've communicated with us and the team and they want our prayers, so we're praying for them. And then there's, I know, a, uh, an addiction recovery house that's going to use soul healing as their curriculum. So I would love for all these places to just be able to connect with one another. So I know you wanted to tell people you love it when they do what? Oh, yeah. What I love seeing people do is comment or like or share anything on your social media because what that does is it provides a way to spread spread the love spread the teaching of Tammy Smith I mean who cannot benefit from these materials Tammy's books and videos and studies they bring hope to all who are broken and who's not broken who's not struggling She's able to teach biblical truths in such a relatable way, and then those concepts become tools for daily living. So commenting, liking, sharing on social media. Uh, Tammy's platforms are basically Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and her handle on all of those channels is Dr. Tammy Smith. Um, it's just a great way for us to gauge what's, what's going on with her community and what people like and what people would like to hear more about or what they don't like. Um, we can take it. We can take either or, thumbs up or thumbs down. It helps us know, first of all, that someone's listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you like the content or how it's encouraged you, it's just nice to get that feedback. And I think that your community of, you know, your social media platforms, we get that kind of feedback but it's certainly very valuable for us well it helps us to know god what way do you want us to keep going mm -hmm. you know what do you want us to keep working on or not you know it really for me i try to pay attention to where the cloud is moving and that's an allusion to the old testament and the place of provision and protection 
was under the cloud. And if there's not provision and protection, maybe you're not under the cloud. And I just try to stay under the cloud. And I think that's what these social media, like just any kind of communication back to us, whether it's through a website or whatever, that people are just letting us know what, what God is doing. And we want to keep hearing him through his people as well, because that's why we're here is to serve them. So I love it. I love it. So speaking of, it was your idea as we threw this together today uh, to share all the things that are upcoming that we're literally presently working on. I am working on updating Tammy's website and getting a more of a, I don't know, a fresh look and a new store interface. So I apologize to those of you who have struggled a little bit with what we're using right now, but it's going to be better, I promise. And Tammy and I have also been spending many hours together because Tammy is reading and I am recording Soul Healing Audiobook. Yep, which the team <laughs> as for maybe... 10 years ago that's true yeah <laughs> yeah well, how long ago did the team ask me to start a podcast by the way well for sure five years ago <laughs> people started chirping and saying mm -hmm. hey we we think it'd be cool if you did a podcast <laughs> and tammy said no i can't you can't promote me i can't <laughs> i can't do that and that you know people would write her and send her like messages please do a podcast we want to hear what you have to say about this that and the other thing so here we are yeah, five years later we're <laughs> doing a podcast um, 10 years ago people were begging for a video series uh, teaching for soul healing that took 10 years and t arm twisting and really God intervened and yeah, provided the resources did. and the encouragement and yes. the videographer and oh, the team all of it. I mean literally it, it took him talking to me in a rainstorm on a tin roof in Cambodia. So, yeah. yeah. Right. And so now um, Tammy has actually done two video series. Soul Satisfaction is a video also. And currently Tammy is working on the Soul Satisfaction Study, study Guide. guide. Yeah. That's right. That's coming out this fall for sure. The Soul Satisfaction Study Guide will be um, to go right along with the book. Right. Um, and can be used with video series, but can stand completely separately. So it's designed to go along with the Soul Satisfaction book. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, anybody out there that is like, oh, I want this question in that study guide, just go ahead. Yeah, let us know. Communicate with us. Let us let know. Let us know. And I know I'm super excited about some of the upcoming podcast guests we have. Right. Yes. You have quite a lineup. Yeah, I know. Do we right? say or do we not? We, we just don't. We just, that's a okay. teaser, You're going to have to be, uh, yeah. S and also, um, the, the Calm and the Chaos video devotionals, those have been so well received and that almost was like an accident in it a was 100 percent. yeah tell us how that all happened yeah so the ohio ministry network uh which is a statewide organization they just asked me to do a quick little a quick little devotional when the pandemic began and trying to, they were trying to figure out how to encourage their people and so we did it for them and then we just decided well you know the soul healing community the soul satisfaction community people just that traffic with us a bit or you know we look for God together um, we threw it out there for them and then it was just like they just sort of kept coming and so Alicia keeps encouraging me to do some more of those because those are good just reminders to try to keep us centered try to keep us right. in the right perspective during this time it's tough right and Tammy was on a roll you were doing one a week <laughs> one every other week I don't know we slowed down 
Well, yeah, I got injured, and also mm. it was like, okay, is the chaos changing? Because there was a time at which it seemed like, oh, life was going to go back to normal, remember? Everybody was right. sort of in that space. Right. So there wasn't as much chaos then because everyone was doing the anticipation of it's going to go back to normal. And then the beginning of June hit, and that's when pretty much around the country people were starting to realize and get really, really sad about, wait a minute, most of 2020 and the life that I have anticipated for this fall is going to be different. And that actually second wave, yes, we should have been putting maybe a ton of videos out there because that has been even harder for people to deal with. But I think people are also a little like videoed out and social media out and in some ways in terms of just their intake because they have to be in front of the screen for so often. But yeah, it's such a hard time for so many. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Calm in the chaos was, I think that we felt like there was an end in sight, like the chaos would end. Everyone did, including yeah. us, for sure. Right. That it was like this event. It was an occurrence rather than hmm, like this phrase, new normal. Mm -hmm. uh, people are hating that phrase. Right. And there's a lot of grief tied up if we have to accept a phrase like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people don't want to do is they don't want to face that. Yeah. So we are going to try to put together some more Calm in the Chaos devotionals. Yep. Yep. And, and the main thing is just that we just want to keep following the cloud to where God has us. So I just love it that we have stolen a moment. We've gotten, I put her in a headlock. You did. <laughs> and we've gotten to talk with Alicia Parente, who is the visual and just uh, graphic design, but yet so many technical aspects of all of the ways in which we've got to, you know, get these works out there. And I just can't thank God enough for her. And can't thank God enough for the fact that she does consider the utilization of her gifts worship unto God. And um, the fact that she's willing to serve and to do nitinoid work and to research things that other people wouldn't even think to research because she's got this level of passion and excellence. And so I just love it that you and I had this conversation and uh, got to also just communicate a little bit with the soul healing and soul satisfaction and calm and chaos and whatever, all the people that God just has us in this, li in this life laboring together. So I'm so thankful for all of you listeners and looking forward to another podcast here soon where we've got a special guest coming up. But I know that you're out there going, yay, thank you, God, for Alicia. And Alicia and I together are right here going, yay, thank you, God, for all of these listeners. So let me pray, God. Thank you so much for everyone that has been willing to just seek you in whatever format they can find you. And so even now, seeking you through a podcast, even now seeking you through materials. And some of these people have sought you uh, through various materials that you've had us put together, and they found you. And I pray, Lord, that's exactly what would happen with every single thing Alicia touches, every single thing that you give me to do, that we would do it as unto you, for you, for your glory, that we would not be interested in stealing any glory for ourselves. But instead that, oh God Almighty, people would be able to sense your nearness and your intimacy, though you are indeed God Almighty. That there would be that capability to hold on to your awesomeness and yet to receive your tender fatherliness. And so I thank you, God, for even just how today we got to spend a minute with a graphic designer, plus, plus, plus. Um, many other things, but who's spoken to us a little bit today about what it's like to 
worship you in in the dispensing of of gifts and so i pray that all those who might even be frustrated that their gifts are not being used that they would just see that the primary reason that the gift has been given is to be a worship instrument back to god and so i was thankful god for this verse or not verse this uh, quote that came out of a book that i was looking at the other day about how worship is about god it's not it's it's to worship god it's for god it's not for us. <laughs> and I thank you, Lord. I think that in so many ways our culture has gotten it so backwards that it's so that I can feel good or so I can be, you know, have my perspective fixed. And instead it's about you and ascribing to you what is due your name and meditating upon your true awesomeness and holiness and sovereignty and bigness and your faithfulness and your it's your complete otherness to us in so many ways. And I thank you, God, that as our hearts are drawn there and we do whatever we do, wanting it to be to that end where we are just in awe of you, that you will take that little breadcrumb and you will make it a feast. And so that's what I pray for every little thing we do, whether a little Calm in the Chaos video or another book or whatever, or even just a podcast like this, anything, that you would make it just some sort of nourishment for the people that you have exposed to it. That's what we pray together, Alicia and I, uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.